RadioInfluence.com. The future is now. Hey guys, welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. And today I'm joined by Mr. John Peter Barbie, who has been on before. How are you, John? I'm tip top. I was going to say, <laughs> John is the, the culinary genius behind Tip Top Canning Company based out of Tampa. And I have to say, John is just one of those people. I'm so glad I met him because he's always giving me all kinds of culinary delights. Oh, well, right? I, I, yeah, I, I just, I spew culinary delights. Yes, you do. <laughs> I'm always, I'm, I'm cursed with that. I guess it's a curse that I wake up every morning with a new recipe in my head. Well, that's, just, <laughs> I love it because that's how delicious things I've, are created, right? I've got so many products. It's, it's almost overwhelming, but it's, it's really good. I, you know, this morning I had a everything bagel with cream cheese and I threw some apricot pistachio butter on it. Oh yeah. That stuff that is was, good. I have to say. Yummy. That so was yummy. with, you know, the Super Bowl coming up, I wanted to have you on because I thought it would be a great opportunity just to talk about all the things you can do for your Super Bowl extravaganza. And obviously we'll start with charcuterie boards because those are always a big hit. That is. And, uh, you know, charcuterie, a lot of people get scared with that word. Sometimes they don't even know how to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear all the different kinds of pronunciations. But charcuterie is basically just the uh, art of making cold processed meats. It's like bacon, salami, prosciutto. That's charcuterie. Right. So... I, you know, my, uh, you know, I have a cousin that makes all that at his uh, butcher shop called the Boozy Pig. Uh, but I make all the other stuff, the condiments that go with it. You know, the, mm-hmm. the tangy asparagus, Brussels sprouts, olive salads, all kinds of stuff like that. And of course, mustards. Gotta well, have mustards on a charcuterie board. Right? I have to say though, those Brussels sprouts were fantastic. Aren't they awesome? They're very they're, good. They're a great hangover cure. <laughs> well, yeah, and <laughs> they are. <laughs> well, I think people will need to eat them after the Super Bowl, right? Yes, I, I put them in the fridge, get them nice cold, and just eat them right out of the jar. They're awesome. They are fantastic. Yeah. I've never seen Brussels sprouts on a charcuterie board, so they're it's, pickled. Yeah, it's it's a they're it's great. A, my you go to the website and it's uh, you look them up. It's called spiced Brussels sprouts. Uh, there's about nine different herbs and spices in there, and it's a a white balsamic brine. So it's really tasty. It's got a little spice to it. It's got lots of garlic for, you know, great kissing breath. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's it, man. And, and like I said, you wake up one morning with your eyes a little red and your head's banging, eat some Brussels sprouts. <laughs> head's banging after too much bourbon <laughs> that's or right, wine. Or... That's right. <laughs> well, off the subject, but what do you like to drink during the Super Bowl? Uh, my, like my, f- wow, my favorite drink, uh, the third one. Because <laughs> I'm funnier, I can dance better. <laughs> I don't care what team's winning at that point. I was gonna say you're <laughs> dancing during the halftime show. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> uh, no, I, I. Gosh, I. I don't know. I, I like some. I like craft beers. I like. Uh, probably I'll be drinking some wine this this mm-hmm. Super Bowl. You know, like a nice wine because you know it's gonna be the Bucks being a home team. <laughs> I'm already right. predicting it. <laughs> the we'll Bucks see what happens. Gonna, yeah, you know, hey. The first home team game or the home team to be a visitor in the Super Bowl, <laughs> right? That is funny. That'd be awesome. I will That'd see what happens. I don't think Brady's going to miss that opportunity. He's got it. So it's, he's going to go get it. I think so too. Yeah. I think so he's, too. He's not one to pass up an opportunity like that. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was just actually thinking about it yesterday and just kind of, you know, the wheels on my head started spinning about, you know, Super Bowl and like what kind of foods could I do for the potential teams that are going to be in it? Because that's one thing I always like to do is to try to make dishes that are from, you know, each team's city. Right. So if the Bucks go, you have to make pirate food? (laughs) 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 Historically, I don't think that's very healthy. (laughs) But, you know, so, but, but if they're, the Tampa goes to the Super Bowl, uh, you have to thank Ybor City. You have to go uh, Sicilian food, Cuban food. I've got mm-hmm. Sicilian mustard. I've got Cuban mustard. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. So, you know, I've got a Cuban mustard that has a Cuban mojo that's infused into a whole grain mustard. So it's like orange, lemon, lime, cumin, garlic. I haven't tried again. that one yet. You haven't? No. Oh, yeah. I, I think I have some in the car. I'm going to have to give you a bottle. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep saying, oh, I haven't tried that yet. I'll just have to I'll just well, unload I've had more this, and more on you. The Sicilian mustard. I actually, um, my daughter loves the you know, the Italian sub from Publix. Right, right. So I make her kind of my version at home and I've been using the Sicilian mustard and she's like, mom, this mustard right. is so it's good. point. Right? Yeah. So that's my grandmother's Sicilian mojo recipe. So she was Cuban and, you know, she partied on the other side of the tracks and married a Sicilian <laughs> in Ybor City. And uh, she, is, she made a red wine vinegar, garlic, parsley kind of mojo. Mm-hmm. And I infused that into the whole grain mustard. And that was actually my first product I ever jarred up. So that, that product started my company. So I'm pretty proud of it. And I so love my it. grandmother's too. You know, I was going to say, she should yeah, be very she's, proud. She's very proud of it. I'm, I'm sure she is. Now, what are, what are some unique things that people can do with mustard? Because, you know, off the top of my head, I just think of like making a sandwich or just, you know, as right. an addition on a charcuterie board. There's got to be some other stuff. Like well, some mustard, recipes. mustard itself is a, an emulsifier. Mm-hmm. So it's got lectin in it. And like when you make a Caesar, Caesar dressing, mm-hmm. it's kind of liquidy. But then when you add the egg yolk and the mustard, it gets thick, right? Mm-hmm. So mustard helps, helps with that. So anytime you're making an emulsion like a hollandaise sauce, put a little mustard powder in it. It helps bind it a little bit. So you can make sauces out of mustards. So if you're doing like, um, let's say you pan sear a steak or chicken or any kind of mm-hmm. fish, you deglaze it with some white wine, throw a spoonful of mustard in there, whip it around, maybe a little heavy cream and make like a cream sauce, or you nice. can go tomato base, or you can go any any direction. But once you add the, the the deglazing part, and then the mustard is the emulsifier, so you can make like a nice thick sauce. Yeah, you just spread it um. on a steak or put it on your fingers. It's great. <laughs> oh, it sounds, it's really funny though. Years ago, I was part of this group called uh, Sunday Supper here in Tampa. And so basically it's just, it's a website and every Sunday they do a different recipe topic. And so people from all across the country, they they sign up to be part of the Sunday Supper movement and you have to submit a recipe depending on what the topic is. And so we had one week I participated, it was French cooking. So I had a bunch of French cookbooks, which I mean, I've never been one. I love French food, but it's never anything I've actually really done much with in the kitchen. Right. So I, it was a mustard sauce pasta oh, wow. and it was really good. It shocked Sounds me. Awesome. I thought this is going to be so hard. I was really nervous, but it came out really good. That sounds great. I have to look for that recipe because that was like eight years ago. Yeah. If you, I mean, any, any sauce you come with, just, I have a mustard for it. <laughs> I was going to say. Like, I say, uh, like, if you make just a basic fettuccine Alfredo, I would say put a little scoop of my balsamic truffle mustard in it. Oh, uh, that's boy. Yeah, that probably sounds really good. <laughs> that's good stuff right there. Got, <laughs> I've got mustard that'll light you up. I've got a ponzu mustard. So if you're doing sushi, mm-hmm. you know, you're, or if you want to make like a tuna tartare, a beef tartare, you can put a little bit of that in there. 
and just, you know, it's sinus clearing. I was going <laughs> to so say. It will light you up. You ever added it to a Bloody Mary? I, gosh, I love adding. I have a, I do a Bloody Maria mm-hmm. sometimes with the tequila. Mm-hmm. And I have, um, I have this uh, spicy blue ribbon mustard. It's like a blackening season okay. with Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. And I wow. add that to the the Bloody Mary. That's really good. A little say, bit of my bacon jam. Oh yeah, that bacon jam. <laughs> I think I've I've I ate it's, pretty it's much a must a have, It's a must have on a charcuterie board for sure. Well, also know? just like to put on your toast in the fingers. morning. And yeah, right. <laughs> your fingers taste better than napkins. Yeah, it goes great on apple slices too. Yeah, apple bananas pears. I've I've put it in my waffle batter. Uh, Yeah, I mix it with my banana butter and put it in my waffle batter because I have a chocolate peanut banana butter with bacon. We call them the Elvis waffles. (laughs) It's really good. Yeah. Um, I've put it in Bloody Marys. I've made dirty gin uh, bacon martinis, which I have a YouTube video. If you go to YouTube, uh, Tip Top Canning Company, when I was uh, getting drunk during quarantine, I was making all kinds of martinis and I made a (laughs) dirty bacon gin martini. You mean just during quarantine just, or just well, any other day? <laughs> any other day too, yeah. I make them all the time. It's great. I love it. I'll have so to try one of those. Throw it in some sauce, make a pan sauce after cooking proteins or if, you know, I one time I would go like vegetarian and I would make like a sauteed vegetarian dish and, and I would deglaze it with white wine and mm-hmm. just everything like that. And then my son come, come along and go, hey, I added bacon jam to that. <laughs> just, yeah, like, extra like, flavor. Cool, I guess it's still vegetarian. No. Right. That's too funny. <laughs> but that's what he would do, man. You know, so bacon jam and yeah. mustards. I, you know, I have a Gorgonzola Dijon mustard. I've if had you that mix one too. That, that one's with really the good. Bacon jam and spread that on a bun and a hamburger. Yeah, that's good stuff. A little yeah. caramelized onion, some arugula. You're making me hungry already. I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm salivating right now. I need, I need a burger. Yeah. A burger would be <laughs> breakfast burger with beautiful. donuts. <laughs> you know, I've actually, I haven't had one of those in, in many years. <laughs> That's a once, once every once, two year yeah, kind of I, thing for me. I've had it one time in my life. I just, I can't do it. It's, it's too sugary and fatty yeah. and all mixed together. It's, you just don't feel that great after eating yeah, it. So. Yeah. <laughs> I can do maybe a slider every now and then, yeah. but yeah, yeah, to have the full blown Krispy Kreme. Oh God. <laughs> that is too funny. Uh, yeah. I might have to hit Krispy Kreme on the way. On the way home. Oh, God. You should have hit it on the way here and brought me Yeah. Yeah. I went to the bagel company instead. Yeah. Bagels are always better. Love them. Especially with lots of cream cheese on them. Can't go wrong. Can't Mm -hmm. go wrong. And like I said, I added the apricot pistachio butter to it. Well, now, so for those that are, especially in Tampa Bay, if, Mm -hmm. you know, Tampa Bay makes it to the Super Bowl, what would you recommend for someone who is having some people over and has never made a charcuterie board and they're a little bit intimidated by it? Like, what would you say are some of the staples that they need? Because you're you're good at this. We built one together a couple weeks right. ago for a game. That was fun. Well, you know, it's it's funny. I, I get a lot of, like, when I do markets, I get a lot of people that come up to my table and say, hey, I want to do a charcuterie board. Um, and they're, they're, they're starting off at my table. What I do is I actually redirect them to the cheese table. Mm-hmm. I say, go pick out three cheeses and bring them back to my table mm-hmm. and then let me pair up a mustard or a jam with the different cheese. Um, an easy one are the uh, little mozzarella balls, a little tiny fresh yes. mozzarella. Uh, that with um, a scoop of the balsamic truffle mustard next to it, a little drizzle of uh, balsamic uh, reduction and some truffle oil on top mm-hmm. of all that. That's it's a great little addition. 
Um, but I always recommend pick out your cheese first. Um, the meats. So first of all, if you're going to build a charcuterie board, stick to three. You know, yeah, you, you don't need to don't, go crazy. Don't, just two or three meats, two or three cheeses. But three is always like the key number. There's always three traffic lights, right? There's mm-hmm. everybody thinks in the three pack. Everybody mm-hmm. wants threes. So, and chefs always put three or five. They never put four, six, yeah. you know, they never put anything like that on a plate. So stick to three cheese. Uh, there's always, you know, blue cheese is an easy one. Goat cheese, uh, some fresh shaved Parmesan. So you always want to do like a hard cheese, a soft cheese, and maybe a stinky cheese. Right. And when I say stinky, I'm like goat cheese or I'm, I'm sorry, blue cheese. Right. So, and then you put those on the board and then you want to match those up with a mustard. You know, and and then you also want to match those up with like two or three vegetables. So I always think asparagus is always mm-hmm. great on a board. Green beans. I got dilly beans or some pickles. If you want to put a couple slices of pickles on there, mm-hmm. that's always great. Um, if you want to do like an olive salad, you know, put a little bowl in the, yes. you know, put some crackers around that so people can dip into that. And then, then you have three different meats. A lot of these grocery stores have their own like charcuterie packages. They do. I've yeah, seen a so lot of easy, that lately, right? especially to, during the holidays. Yeah, you everywhere. go to like Costco or Publix or Sam's Club. They have the little packet of prosciutto, salami, capicola. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, who doesn't like any of those? Yeah, those are all my <laughs> weirdos. <favorites. laughs> <laughs> actually, it's funny you say that because um, Walmart has really come a long way with all of that kind of stuff. I mean, now they have an entire display case dedicated. Right. Yeah. To meat and cheese. I think it's great. You know, right. you can, it's easy. It's fast. I mean. I say go to Publix because I used, I'm a stockholder of Publix. I'll increase my stock. Yeah. Every time you buy right. from Publix. Buy from Publix. Yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> I do love Publix. I do love Publix. But when I, you know, no. I'm always on a budget. So it's like Walmart. I, I, is listen, Walmart, they do, they, they have stepped up their game in, in the charcuterie business. And like I go to Costco every couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. They have a great charcuterie. Uh, if you're if you're buying for more than five people, Sam's yes. Club and Charcuterie, you know, and, and Costco, great great options. Uh, you can also go to Trader Joe's if you want to get like some nice fancy and pay fancier stuff and pay a little more money. I guess uh, maybe. Yeah, well, I've never found their pricing to be that bad, and they have an incredible cheese selection. Actually, I did. It, it was only like five bucks the last time we yeah. built a charcuterie board. Was, they have so much stuff, and so it's nice. yeah, yeah, and. Also, like their crackers, you can get some really funky looking crackers that oh, just yeah, yeah. add color to your board. <laughs> I rather have than just funky looking crackers. Well, you know what it's I mean. true. They, it's they true. have a you lot. Can't just, can't just put a Ritz. <laughs> no, you, you can't. Know, or a Trisket, like yeah, I got yeah, last trisket, time. But, but, you know, that was all I had. <laughs> rich, rich crackers are good, but, you know, you, you know. You, what, are, what are the the chicken ones? Those chicken oh, in the God. biscuits? Yes, I, I haven't can't. seen those for years. <laughs> that, that does not count as one of your meats. That reminds me of the 80s for some reason. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, Buccaneers, the creamsicle orange, <laughs> 70s, 70s and into the 80s. So there you go. Absolutely. That'd be great. And, you know, it's funny, though. There's um, Target is another place that I've really noticed lately that has really expanded their selections. Their they really right have. On. Yeah, they've got a lot of that stuff that you can just go pick up. And their brand, um, Good & Gather, they've right? got some incredible selections of crackers and, and different breads. And, and I noticed like that. And I noticed they have a really good wine selection. They do. They do. Their, their rosé section is like, I was like astound. And I was like, oh, look mm. at all these rosés. Wow. Mm. You know, rosés are good for summertime and charcuterie boards because they're not, 
they're like, don't get a sweet one, get like a nice dry one to go with the meats, but mm-hmm. they're not like super tannic. So mm-hmm. they're not like overpowering. They're perfect charcuterie board ones. No, it's funny. Target is one of those places. I've always loved it. But every time I would go there, I would end up stuck in the dollar section and you just, <laughs> and it's not everything's a dollar. You got three and five, but right. that was always my problem is I would get distracted when I first walked in and then I would go there for two items and leave with 30. So I kind of avoided Target for a while. Like, yeah. don't go there. You're going to get distracted. And I've been going there a lot lately. And I have to say, like, their prices are are really good. Right. They really are. Well, you know, it's, I'm, I'm like the opposite of those parents, you know, like they, they lose their kids and the kid, you usually find the kid like wandering around in the toy section. Mm-hmm. Well, my son would lose me and he would just find the wine section. I'd be there like, look at all the wines. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dad, it's time to go. I'm like, just five more minutes. I know, right? <laughs> I got to look at more. And so, well, yeah. Trader Joe's is another great place to get wine as yes, well. It is. And their, their wine prices are great. Actually. They are. So. So I, my mom would always get the, what is it, the two buck something? Two buck chuck, the yeah, chow two buck chuck, yeah. It's now $3. Yeah. Oh, it's $3. They raised the they price did. and ruined the wine label. They oh, did. They to change the wine label, <laughs> three buck chuck. Yeah. They also have um, an, an organic version, which I think is five or six. But Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. They have um, great pricing on their sparkling wines, which is like where I always want to go to. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I just bought a sparkling rosé the other day. Oh, yeah. And it rhymed. <laughs> Rosé Day. Only, only you. Only, only me. You, John yeah, Ray. that's it. I noticed the little things. Okay. But yeah, that's, but charcuterie board, I think, is the perfect thing for a, a Super Bowl party because you can put it on the table and just let people get to it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to sit there and warm up plates or, you know, cook anything. It's super easy, you know. Yeah. And the other thing I always recommend for, you know, people that are, because I, people, it's it's crazy. I mean, I'm not a chef by any means, but people always reach out to me and ask me like, going out to dinner this Friday, what do you recommend? Or we're having an event, like, what can we, what can we make? And as far as Super Bowl parties, because I mean, I've been to so many. I'm well, like, you're the forking around town girl. Right. So. <laughs> but I like to keep it simple because, you know, when you are entertaining, you know, 10 to 20 people, you want to keep it simple. And getting people involved in, in their food is what I like to do. So I like to create like a, bur- like a burger slider bar or a taco yeah. bar. I mean, there's just, those are things that are easy I like brunch parties where you can build your own omelets. We, I went to one like that where they actually had like little Ziploc bags where you put the whipped eggs in there and yeah. put all the stuff in. You put drop them in the boiling water yep. and it just makes your little, cooks your omelet right there in the bag. That was, yeah. Have you never seen That's that? That's like sous vide. Yeah, omelet. it's like oh. you're sous vide your, uh, your omelet. Okay. I'll have to try that. Yeah, okay. you put your little initials on the bag and you you drop it into the water. You paper clip or, or you... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you pin it, <laughs> close pin it to the side of the, the, the pot. I can see my kids doing that. It'd be quite a mess. Yeah. But you, actually, it might be better than them just kind of doing it themselves. Yeah, you they, do like a little four-ounce ladle of, of whipped up eggs yeah. into the bag, and you put like some pieces of ham and bacon and maybe put some asparagus. <laughs> and you're like, ooh, what is that? Aspar- onions and spinach. And you just and then you put some cheese, put like three different types of cheese in there, and you just zip it up and drop it in. Yeah. And the, and the omelet comes in the form of the shape of a Ziploc bag. Yeah, you can just like yeah. break it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was, I actually, I did go to a uh, morning party for some somebody's house and they had that whole setup mm-hmm. in their kitchen. And I thought it was amazing. It was really cool. Wow. I, yeah, I had a good time. You well, know? I wish I could have seen pictures of that. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll have to try that sometime when I have something going on. Yeah, I hope you do it. But anyway, so since... 
we have, you know, a couple weeks of the Super Bowl. What are, what is your prediction just for fun of who you think is going to be in it? <sighs> wow. Uh, you know, I would like to see Buffalo come back to Tampa. <laughs> Because uh, I saw them. I actually, that was the first Super Bowl I went to when they lost to the, the Giants. And when I was here, and, you know, they came to yeah. Tampa. And that was the first one they lost out of the, fir- the four in a row. Wow. But I would like to see them, but I don't see them getting past the Chiefs. Uh, and, of course, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping and praying that the Bucks win because, I'm, one, I'm a Bucks fan. Yes, uh, two, I have a bet with the cheese lady that— From Stamper Cheese? Stamper Cheese, uh, Sarah— uh, the, she's a Packer fan. I think she's from green Bay and she's always, I wear my Buccaneer mask at the markets and she's like, you know, you should be wearing a green Bay mask. And we made a bet if the pack and the bucks are in the NFC championship game, the loser has to wear the other person's mask. So I don't want to be wearing a green Bay Packer mask at the Hyde park market. I was going to say you I have to wear it for that. a market. Yeah. I got to wear the whole market. I can't take it off and I don't want to do that. Is she going to provide you with the mask? Yeah. And if she, and if the Bucks win, I'll provide her with a Buccaneer mask. Okay. So she gets, and I've been sending customers her way, telling her, "Oh, you look pretty in Peter and red." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> She's always waving her knife at me. Yeah. So, but yes, but when I when the playoffs first started, I I there were so many quarterbacks that are playing like a top level, but with Brady and Rodgers going into the week seventeen, they're always and when they're playing top notch football, they usually make it all the way. And they here they are, NFC Championship, both those guys. But I don't see Brady passing up an opportunity to be the visiting team and having home team, home field advantage. Right. In the Super Bowl. It's, he's, if you look at his career, he cut it in half. That's two, uh, you know, Hall of Fame careers mm-hmm. put together into one. He doesn't need to win another Super Bowl, but he sees an opportunity to win one that no one else has ever won. He's he's that type of person. He's not going to pass that up. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying the Bucks are going to win this. I'll be good with that as long as Antonio Brown is like not playing. <laughs> I hate him. Trips and falls. First yeah. play. Twists his ankle. Yeah. <laughs> Out of the game. Sorry. I, I don't. I, I have a lot of anger the, towards the, him. The Steeler fan is coming out on you, right? Not just that. Anyway, I don't, we could I could talk about that for hours. But let's just yes, say, I just that's hope, another he podcast. hope he doesn't play. <laughs> Anyways. Well, well he's going he's gonna to play. Yeah, no. Unfortunately. Yeah, right? For you? Yeah, we'll see what happens. But anyway, well, thank you, John, for... Well, thank you. I know you had me. a long day yesterday with your oh. your markets and everything. I, I, I don't think my days ever end. <laughs> they just blend all together, so... Well, that's good. Yeah. But if you could just let everyone know how they can find you so they can order some stuff for their Super Bowl party, that'd Absolutely. be amazing. Absolutely. Uh, go to uh, tiptopcanningco.com. And it is Tip Top Products. Tip Top <laughs> Products. So go there. You can also uh, find me on Instagram, Facebook. Which, you know, and you can, there's my phone numbers are on there. Send me a text message. It doesn't matter. I will respond and you'll get your products. Very exciting. All yes. Right. I, I need to actually order some stuff for you from you probably next week. Right. Can't wait. Well, just, I have just, some. I'm going to do something different this year. Just keep telling me that you, you, I've I've never tried that before and I'll just keep giving. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks again, John. Um, Looking forward to a good football weekend. So we'll finally see who's going to the big game. Should be fun. I'll be watching both games on Sunday. That's yeah. Bucks are going to beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. Should be interesting. We'll Well, see. 
Thanks, you guys, for listening. Don't forget, a new episode comes out every Friday on RadioInfluence.com. And if you have time, I would love it if you could just subscribe, rate, and review my podcast. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. See you later. Radio Influence strives to bring you excellence in podcasting. We work with personalities like TV chef Brian Duffy, radio personalities like Ian Beckles, news and political pundits like independent journalists Frank and Tracy Beans, experts from the sports world like veteran football scout and coach Chris Landry, pro wrestling personality David Penzer, MMA experts Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan, and strength and conditioning coach Jeff Crushell. If you're looking for food, sports, music, entertainment, politics, no matter the topic, Radio Influence has something for everyone. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.